Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh I was like, my what does that god, mean? I love it so much. It does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Love Drunk. Yo. We're here. We're we doing are. it. Oh my god. I'm here today with a new friend. A good friend, a new friend. I'm so excited. Is she me? I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. I think she might be. Who knows? <laughs> The wonderful, beautiful, talented Sarah Furness is here. Hello. She's here. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. (laughs) Here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison, and anything is on the table except for... Gin, because fuck gin. (laughs) That's right. We do not drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you want to drink gin on a podcast, then start your own podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really... That's another reason why I think we might actually be the same person, because we both hate gin, and that's the most important... That's the most important thing. If I wanted to drink a Christmas tree, I would just put my mouth on a Christmas tree. <laughs> have you heard of, is is Gin Face a game that you have played before? Not played, but like no. witnessed. Oh my god. I swear to god, I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, but when I was in high school, just kidding, I didn't drink till I was 21, what? Um, <laughs> when I was in high school, there I did have some friends that played a game, quote unquote, using bunny quotes here called gin face where it literally was people took a swig of gin and if you made a face after you like took the swig i don't know what you lost i think you just had to drink more gin you which is um yeah it sounds like everyone awful. loses in this game yeah. no one wins i did <laughs> i did recently go on a first date where no. i was at a restaurant not a restaurant i was at a bar I went on a first date where I was on a bar. <laughs> let's be real. Yeah, let's be real here. We're already a couple drinks in. Sarah, wait, wait. Oh, we sorry. Gotta t- no, we got to talk. What are we drinking? We are drinking Jose Coco, <laughs> which is a combination of Jose Cuervo and mm-hmm. this weird fucking pineapple coconut juice uh-huh. that I bought. Where did you some get this? weird ass store. I think I got it at like a Superior Foods. Okay. That's in L.A., Hello, yeah. LA. What's up? LA grocery store, <laughs> where I was the only white person at the store at the time. Amazing. But yeah, it's good. It's like natural juice. It super shit. looks like a simply orange kind of bottle right, exactly. with a different label on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited yeah. about it. it. It's very good. It tastes it's very good. I'm delish. having a good time yeah. with it. But what I was saying was I was on a I was on a date and before my date got there because he was late. And nope. if I wasn't so desperate to get laid, I would have left. But <laughs> I oh, was at this, yeah, I was at this nice bar, and there was a drink that sounded um, really, really good. And the only issue was that it had gin in it. And it was at oh my god, did I text you? No, I was texting Julian about it. But it was at oh my god, what was it called? It was a bar. It was a bar on Ventura, and they had a bunch of fancy drinks. But the drink was called Firefly. No, I have been to Firefly on a date before, though. I don't That's know. a cool spot. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I can't remember. Anyway, it was a drink called Off with Her Head or something like that. Okay. And it had gin in it. Mm. And I basically I asked the bartender. I was like, Hey, it, would you hate me if I asked you to use vodka instead of gin? And he's like, Well, I don't know if it'll taste the same. And I was like, Dude, fucking chill out. Okay, god. like it'll be fine. Oh my don't god. worry about it. 
And um, it was a pink drink, and it was really good. And I traded out the gin for vodka, and guess what? It tasted just as good as it would. I'm positive, because I was like, this is a great drink. But it was also $15, and it was before my date arrived. And I was like, yo, this sucks that I had to buy my own drink. (laughs) $15 is a lot for a drink, unless Um, it's like it comes with, like, cunnilingus on the side. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, what else am I getting with this drink oh, that is costing me $15? It like, was what? hilarious because the guy was late for this date, and it was a it was a Bumble dude, so, like, what okay. can we really expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he texted me, was like, hey, I'm going to be a little late, but I had already called my Lyft, and I was like, whatever, I'll scope out the bar. I'll yeah. hang out for a little bit. I'll kind of get my bearings. And then at the time we were supposed to meet, passes – and and then, like, 15 minutes later, he texts me, and he goes, okay, I'll actually be there in 15 minutes. So sorry. First round is on me. And I was like, I didn't say this, but I was like, all rounds are on you, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not paying for my own drinks after you're 30 minutes late yeah, to no, a date. Are no. you kidding me? If I was 30 minutes late to a date, I would pay for all the drinks. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh, he was... Uh-uh. But here's... The annoying thing about Bumble is sometimes people are just close to you, and then you match with them, and then mm. they actually live far the fuck away. Because this dude was like... He lived in, like, Thousand Oaks or something. And I was just like, obviously this isn't going to work, but you're really cute. You have a nice body. Let's see what you're working with. Yeah. I straight up told someone, I was like, unless this guy is overtly racist, like, I'm probably going to sleep with him. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. You know, this post-Trump era, we draw lines in, like, really interesting places. It's like, cool, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? Yeah? No? No? Okay, then you don't get to see me naked. Cool, great. Like, moving on. Were you just talking to someone, you were telling me that you were, uh, the the dude that you recently hooked up with, you were talking about how you were just, like, a straight-up socialist. Oh, my God. So, the thing is, y'all, the thing is, y'all. I am not a straight-up socialist. Yeah. But I think that, you know, like, this is not the point of this podcast, but, like, socialism hey. and capitalism, uh-huh. we gotta have aspects of both in, yes. a, in a government that functions. Welcome to Politics Drunk. Hey, Wouldn't sorry about that. that be a fun <laughs> show? <laughs> and he, so we're gonna call him Reagan for the mm. for the purposes of this show. So mm. Reagan, because that's his favorite president, you guys. I don't even know. Oh, but classic. Like, a classic can't. boy. I, I can't. can't deal with it. I, I know, can't. I know a Reagan boy. Yeah. So anyway, so Reagan was like, yeah, and you're a socialist fuck that's awful blah 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 blah. he did the whole like but weren't nazis socialists and i was like boyfriend my grandparents were holocaust survivors and they were socialists so Uh no it's not the same thing so maybe don't play that card with me because it don't work like that but the thing is is that he's so great and Uh he was just like no i'm gonna listen to you and like listened to me and was like man like you make really good points and Mm -hmm. you're so smart and blah 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 and i'm like we already had sex like (laughs) You don't have to, like, be all sweet and shit. <laughs> you, have you know what oh I mean? Like, God. he was just like, you're so... So he's one of those who's just, like, economically conservative oh and socially... Which, like, I get, you know, for whatever. I get it, None of this is going like, to be in the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to cut all this out depending yeah. on what uh-uh. we're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But while we're while we're talking about it, while we're talking about okay. dudes, we're sleeping Talk with. We're, yeah. we're this is all happening. Oh you know, god, hopefully y'all. at one point we find someone. We're like, hey, I've got like a legitimate connection with you. Yeah. Um. So I do have a question for you. Talk to me, Sarah Furness. Do you believe in love? Absolutely. You do. Yes, I am a hardcore love. I'm like committed to it. I love okay. love. The thing about me though mm-hmm. is that like I think that. There's a difference between love and commitment. And a lot of people, especially like women, think that it's the same thing. I love you, therefore I have to be with you and we have to be monogamous. 
Okay. And I don't think that all of those things are mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, I fall in love all the time, y'all. And I don't mean to make that sound like it doesn't matter or yeah. it doesn't, like, it's not a true emotion and mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, lay down my life for these people. Well, not all the time. But, like, you know, <laughs> I would I would hurt people for them, so yeah. whatever. But, like, it doesn't mean that I want to be your wife. Okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't mean that I want to be your girlfriend, necessarily. It doesn't mean any of those things. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like love people confuse like love and commitment you know and that's how we get weird abusive relationships that's We're like so but i love him and i'm like he beats you get the fuck out yeah you know what i mean yeah so yeah so do you mean are you talking about like non-monogamous relationships or are you talking about within your own relationship like i don't because you were talking about literally just a second ago just like abusive relationships where yeah. you don't owe that person anything right so are you talking about like non-monogamous like kind of seeing other people or are you talking about like strictly like just because you love someone doesn't mean you have to commit to them forever? yeah like in any way mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like being like for me love is is interesting and also like loving someone and being in love with someone Mm -hmm. is two completely different things to me you know so like I don't think that you have to like commit yourself to someone just because you care about them a lot okay because if that sacrifice is who you are as a person Mm -hmm. then that's not the right person for you do you know what I mean yeah so like and also you can love someone and recognize that like they're not right for you you, you know, we fall in love uh, all mm-hmm. the time. If you're an open, happy person, you fall in love all the time. You should uh-huh. fall in love all the time. Yeah. People are great. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you got to connect yourself to that person for forever, or you should right. have babies with that person. <laughs> Maybe not. Ugh. You know what I mean? Babies. Babies. Wild. Why? It's such a wild concept. God, babies. children. For why? So Sarah and I met because we work at the same restaurant. We and sure so do. We, we sure as hell do. And um, something that's funny is we're recording this on a weekend. And I, we both work brunch today. Oh, and we and both work brunch tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> Everything's going to be so good. Oh, my God. But the thing about... So, Saturday brunch isn't as bad as Sunday brunch. No. But, like... Sunday brunch everyone brings their fucking kids to the restaurant and they bring oh all these babies babies everywhere there are babies everywhere to the point where we run out of high chairs because they'll be like yeah we've got 10 people and like four of them are high chairs yeah, I want kids no someday grass, yes. and I go back and forth between like drug birth or natural birth I say drug <laughs> birth oh my god I mean like heroin yes yeah. <laughs> shoot me up shoot let me, me up. give birth no my mom is always like when you're when you're in labor and you get to the hospital you tell them two words epidural now and she has, <laughs> and she had three kids so i'm like okay fair. makes sense yeah, fair okay, right then so many people are like oh natural birth and it's so hard and you feel everything but then your baby then your baby's born girl you don't blah. know this about me i have zero interest in being pregnant ever Amazing. being a mother sure mm-hmm. fine Yes, they're going to be coming out of somebody else's <laughs> vagina. No, thank you. My vagina is used for a few things, and it's not that. I just like the idea of something that's, like, mine, and I'm Great. just like, hello, buddy, we are right here together. This is, like, sure. my little baby. I've Enjoy had... the skin tags. <laughs> I, do have, I do have a friend who, so she has decided that she's, um, just, like, for her own health and her own wellness and, and just, like, whatever she's decided that she's not going to have kids like she's I'm the same and yeah. I'm flipping about it but yeah. like I have reasons and they're like yeah and they're so and valid and, and my yeah. my sister my sister who's been on this podcast before she's a lesbian and she's talked about how same. 
I think you mentioned at lunch the other day, you're like, yeah, my sister's a lesbian, but, and I was like, oh, same, and then we just continued on the conversation. Okay, cool. Being like, Sorry, that's yeah, just no, crazy. Yeah, no, we literally are the same person. Yeah. But she's like, I don't understand why people are so, like, they'll spend, like, thousands of dollars on, like, hormones and, like. Oh, my like, God, same. Um, IVF, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. She's like, I don't understand. And I was like, I, I. I get the idea of wanting to carry a baby. I feel like if I wasn't able to, and it's easy to say this now, but I feel like if I wasn't able to carry a baby, I would I would get a surrogate or I would adopt or something. I do love the idea, but my friend sure. who has decided that she's not going to carry her own children, she's like, oh my God, I'm going to spoil you so much when you're pregnant. Oh, I can't wait for you to be pregnant. Oh my God, here's the thing. My ideal in life is mm-hmm. to be the aunt. I want to come and take all of my friend's kids mm-hmm. and like go on road trips with them so that oh their parents God. can fuck while we're away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Amazing. Like that's my like, Amazing. I'm going to rent a convertible and we're going to go on road trips mm-hmm. and we're going to hang out. I love kids. Here's the thing, y'all. I love kids. Uh-huh. I have zero interest in being pregnant. Okay. My body is my own body. Yeah. And like I had body, I don't know what I was a body dysmorphia person for a very long time. I had body dysmorphia for a really long time. So oh, girl. I would like. Oh, girl, same. So who. Why are we all actually of the same person? Holy shit. Who don't know that. what this is in the world. This is when I looked in a mirror, I saw someone who weighed about 50 to 100 pounds more than I did. So. It's wild. It's crazy. It's wild. So, like, when I stopped doing that, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm like, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm like, I'm good, I like myself, we're good. Mm-hmm. But, like,. I'm not willing to, like, change my body that much right. because I think it would upset me in a way that would make me resent any yeah. child that I'd have. And okay. I am not interested in being resentful of any child that I would uh-huh. ever have. And also, there are too many fucking people on this planet. <laughs> on, like, straight talk. Also, this is turning into politics drunk again. Oh, my but, God. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm happy. I want to take care of other people's kids. Mm-hmm. My, like, dream so life. So, you're not, you're not interested in having any kids of your own? Like, not even adopting? I would adopt, like, eventually. Okay. If okay, I was, cool. like, with the right person yeah. who, like, really wanted to be a parent, like, mm-hmm. sure. I love kids. I babysit all the time. I truly mm-hmm. love children. That's awesome. But, like, yeah. my perfect world is, like, I'd marry Chris Evans. <laughs> And we'd buy one of those pansions in Hollywood, right? And then we would just run a foster home out of it. We would just like foster so care kids sweet. forever. I mean, oh but like, for, I know that sounds like like dumb and fruity and whatever, but like for real, whatever. Like, no, like it's your dream. I guess do whatever you want to do. I want to take care of teenagers yeah. who nobody else wants. Yeah. Like this is what I want to do out of my life. This is. So. It seems like a dumb thing, but like. Are you a Friends watcher? Do you watch Friends at all? I do. I have very strong opinions about Friends. <laughs> I hate Ross. Like, I can't even oh talk God, about Ross him. Oh my God, is the worst. But I met him in real life. What's his David face? David Schwimmer? Yeah, it's the one. Mm-hmm. I was like, David Geller. Nope. Um, <laughs> David Schwimmer. He's super, super nice. Aww. Love him. But like, he Ross just, is like, the fucking worst. I've, I've so seen much. things where it's like, it should be called Friends plus Ross, because Ross isn't good friends with anybody. It's There's an episode of Friends where my favorite part of the show is like seasons five to like seven, because it's where Monica and Chandler are together, and then before yes. it gets like super weird. Yes. But I love them together. And there's a part where, where Monica finds out that Chandler dumped his old girlfriend because she gained weight over the <gasps> summer. And then she's like, hey, here's the thing. Like, I used to be fat. And then also, if I get pregnant like are you gonna not like how my body changes like if I get bigger are you not gonna like me and it's something where I literally sat there and I was like I know that everyone is making a joke out of this but also this is like a serious concern of mine like this is like a very significant and I've heard my like my mom had three kids she's very like and it's it's funny because I was unplanned, and so my mom well, was. Thank God for that. Oh, I know. Right? We're here. Thank <laughs> I'm God. here. Hey, cheers to that. Cheers to that. I'm here. 
But my mom, when she was pregnant with me, she was worried because she's like, I got two babies and I got two arms and now I have a third baby on the way and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, well, when did you like not feel weird about it anymore? When did you not be afraid? And she was like, honestly, the first time I felt you move, I was like, oh, baby, yay, I'm so excited. Mm. And so literally her saying that, I'm like, oh, I'm really excited to be pregnant, but also just like, I don't want to gain all this weight. I don't want to like look a certain way and my body's going to do all these weird things and I'm going to have to give birth. So I'm truly on the fence about act. I like, I love the idea of being pregnant. I feel like I love of, like month three to six and yeah. then like six to nine mm-hmm. I wouldn't be down for and that's the thing is it's like my mama god bless her and I love her and we're super close now but like uh-huh. growing up we had a strained relationship because mm-hmm. she gained a ton of weight when she was pregnant both times mm-hmm. and she, whether or not she's willing to admit it she resented us for it and this is where my I refuse to resent a child that yeah. I have comes from mm-hmm. and like that's the thing is like she hated being pregnant she had postpartum depression like and I and my mom are very similar I and my mom I and my mom my grammar goes away when I'm drunk fuck my mom and I roll like we have very similar like we're just super similar right Uh so like I know that like I would probably have that Mm -hmm. you know and I'm just I'm not interested. Yeah. You know, this whole, like, you're only a woman if you're pregnant. Like, you're only a Wrong. woman if you're if you're a mother. Like, fuck all that. Like, fuck mm-hmm. all that. And it's just not... I'm just... I'm a happier, healthier person when I'm comfortable and happy in my own skin. Yeah. And I don't want to be a mom who's not comfortable and happy in my own skin. Why would you, know you I mean? put yourself through that if you know it's going to affect your child in right. a certain way? The only yeah. way I can see it happening is if I'm, like, again, married to Chris Evans. <laughs> and we have a gajillion dollars. <laughs> right. And I can have, like, you know, mm-hmm. like a nutritionist and a yes. physical therapist and all mm. these people on, like, call to, uh-huh. like, make sure my body doesn't change that much and yes. make sure that everything's good. But, like, that again, mm-hmm. you know, like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sound super, like, vain or whatever. But, like, you know, like, I don't ever... It really comes but, back to I don't ever want to resent a child uh-huh. that I end up with. But you know your brain and you know your body. Yes. And that's the important thing. And a lot yes. of people are going to try to tell you that that's not important. And it is important. So, right. you know, it doesn't sound vain. Yes. It sounds... And also, maybe this is just someone who understands from the body's dysmorphia side how much it can take control of you. Yeah, I do. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Jesus Christ. Um, like, y'all don't understand how we're the same fucking Oh, my person. God. Like, <laughs> the same person. <laughs> God oh just God. shot two of us out. It's no big deal. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> she knows what she's doing. But, yeah, so, but, but as someone who has been down that road and continues, it's a lifelong struggle, for sure. Yeah. Um, and even when you are in a good place, things can trigger you. It does. You know. For sure. And because, that's the thing yeah. is, it's just, like, but it's hard because, like, again... <laughs> politics drunk living in a country where the argument of well women shouldn't be able to have sex when they're not willing to get pregnant Mm -hmm. my thing is like the the one thing that has made me feel comfortable in my own skin Uh the one thing that made me stop being stop being dysmorphic in Uh my life is sex yeah and just because I love sex as much as I do does Mm -hmm. not mean that i I'm supposed to be having babies all the time. Like, I don't understand this fucking logic that Uh people have. You know what I mean? Having an IUD has been one of the biggest comforts in my life. I mean, I can't do it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Which is the worst. So my, my, I am the most sensitive human you're ever going to meet in literally every, like, 
Okay. Possible. Like permutation of that word. Okay. But my doctor told me she was like, look, two to five percent of women have horrific reactions to IUDs. And she said I would put money on you being one of that those two, two to five percent. That's she was stinks. like, if you can live without it. And uh-huh. I was like, look, man, God created condoms and we're all happy about it. If you think that anyone besides God created condoms, I don't know what God to tell created you. condoms and gave them to the cavemen <laughs> for a reason. reason. Okay. Like they had them in World War One because they needed them. Okay. Like Oh my God. Wild. So, yeah, so, like, she was like, don't do it. I was on birth control for the year, worst year of my entire oh, fucking no. life. It was the worst. So, anyway, yeah. I just, like, don't. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, you should put hormones in your body if you like sex so much. And I'm like, you know, maybe not. Well, I was, it, not. it's funny because I was on birth control from the age of, like, a fresh 15 oh, no. to literally, like, a year ago. And it was truly just because I had really bad acne. Yeah. Like, I had a, a like, face full. And people think that I'm lying. Like, I will show y'all pictures. I had really really terrible acne. I believe you, but, um, like, you all know how beautiful Charlotte is, right? Like, you've seen stop. her, right? She's stunning. It's dumb. Just so you know, if anyone ever... People sometimes compliment me on my skin, and they don't know how much it means to me. Like, little tears just spring up in my eyes, because I used skin. to... I used to, like, stare at the mirror at myself when I was, like, 14 or 15 and just cry, because my skin was so bad. So, oh, I, no. I super appreciate it. But I went on birth control, because I also have very sensitive skin, Yeah. and so anything that was strong enough to get rid of of the acne was too hard on my skin. So I went on birth control for so long and then I really, really wanted to get off of these hormones because I'd been on them for like 10 years. And that's like, you're not supposed to do it for more than 10 years. So like, you're done forever. Uh Yeah, exactly. So now I have the non-hormonal IUD and it's funny because they inserted it and I I literally heard my doctor outside the door go, give her a minute, she doesn't look too good. (laughs) So that's really sensitive. But it's been great. It's been great and also something that I'm so scared of is getting pregnant and now that I know that that's like literally a 0.02% chance oh my god I used to like when I lived in Chicago I would literally have like like a horde of like pregnancy tests because I would take them every month I'd be like oh my god oh my god oh my god I'm pregnant my best friend Missy so I have five best friends y'all and they all uh-huh. live in different parts of the country amazing not where you gotta, I live it's literally like a squad where you it's ridiculous spread out Minnesota the- Chicago Boston, Florida, Florida, and <laughs> fucking London. Like, ridiculous. Anyway, Amazing. But she literally had, a, like, an instant message on her phone uh-huh. that said, Sarah, you're not pregnant. Because I would text her so often being like, I'm fucking pregnant. And she'd be like, Sarah, you're not fucking pregnant. Use condoms all the time. Like, calm down. I anyway. have taken a pregnancy test once in my life. And oh my God, as, so soon as, I, as soon as I peed on it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Of course. Of course I'm not pregnant. Of right? course I'm not pregnant. Right. Of course. But we are... So, yeah, we're so, like super off topic. I, I'm so sorry, I y'all. We're like talking about all this shit that has nothing to do with sex. I mean, but, kind of, but not really. Anyway, so you were talking about how you wanted to... Don't apologize. Not Stop apologizing. It. I'm not sorry. I'm from... Here's the other thing. I'm from Minnesota. Okay. And I'm female. So like... We apologize for existing, so we just apologize all the time. It's like, you touch me, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm sorry. Like, it's just a thing we do. So oh my I, god. Yeah. I'm not sorry. You're not but sorry. It's a thing you're not I even do. sorry. Just so you know. So, you were discussing earlier, mm. you were talking about how you and Chris Evans getting married, <laughs> having this, you know, house or whatever, but it does bring me to a question, which yes. is, Sarah Furness, are you going to get married, and can I come? Okay, so here's the thing. Tell me the I thing, am please. super into the idea of marriage, but okay. here's the thing. I'm not sure that I'm into the idea of monogamy. I'm not sure about it. 
Okay. I have one of the highest sex drives of anyone I've ever met, which Amazing. is why I think you and I are like the same <laughs> human being. But like, so I love the idea of getting married. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, I come from Minnesota, right? And yes. I come from like a my dad is an old time bluegrass musician. Oh. And like if I got married, we would like have a barn dance. Like uh-huh. I'd have like four hundred people on my side. I've oh. lived in like four different places in my life. Yeah. It would have to be a big giant party. And I love the idea of a big giant party. And uh-huh. I also like I'm not Christian, like really pretty much at all. Mm-hmm. My mom is Jewish, my dad is Christian raised, but they're both atheists. Okay. It's weird. But I love the idea of a wedding. And like standing in front of a whole bunch of people that you love. And saying, hey, I'm going to spend my life with this person. And then saying, cool, we're going to hold you accountable to that. Uh Uh-huh. I dig that. Yeah. And I'm really into parties. So I dig (laughs) that, too. And, like, I know, like, one of my best, like, one of my uncles is not really my uncle. Uh It's like a bluegrass thing. Like, he's one of my, you know, he raised me. Yeah, no, I that. He's a florist. So, Mm -hmm. like, he would do all the flowers. Mm -hmm. My Aunt Ginger, who's not really my aunt, she would do the cake. Like, I know all the things about it, right? Yeah. I love the idea of marriage. I love the idea of, like, growing old with someone and spending my life with someone. Uh-huh. But they would have to have the same sex drive as I do. Right. Or it would have to be an open marriage in okay. some ways. Okay. And the thing is, is, like, the people who I know who are in, like, the most... I'm so drunk. The healthiest relationships. There we go. Uh-huh. Are people who are in, like, slightly open relationships. Okay. And, like, the rules are super well done and, mm-hmm. like, super defined. Mm-hmm. And the communication is super strong. Yeah. But, like, I'm not sold on the idea of monogamy. I really okay. like fucking strangers. Okay. You know? Is it is it literally... So, like, emotionally, you want to be committed to one person, but sexually, you would want to be more open? Kind of, yeah. Okay. I mean, I could see that happening. Okay. I could see that happening for sure. And there's this, mm-hmm. there's a guy who we're gonna call. Oh fuck! What should we call him? What was him? his name? We're gonna was call it? him Mallard. Okay. okay, cool. So we're gonna call him Mallard. Mm-hmm. And like, I met him at this stupid wedding, and we had the best sex of my life, which oh is crazy, God. y'all. Uh-huh. I don't have bad sex. So like, when I say <laughs> that it's the best sex of my life, like. It was really, 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 really good. Uh-huh. And I really like him. Yeah. And he's from Minnesota and, like, no, he's from Wisconsin. But, like, uh-huh. lives in Minnesota. Are and Minnesota and Wisconsin not interchangeable, but, like, are they basically, like, are they, like... Okay, but, like, if you were asking anyone who wasn't from Minnesota, uh-huh. they would say, yeah, for sure. But, like, I'm from Minnesota. So, so you're, like, like, Minnesota greater than Wisconsin. Correct. Okay, yes. cool. I love Wisconsin. My sister went to Madison. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. He lives in Minneapolis. He's from Wisconsin. Okay. I feel like people like, use it, not interchangeably, but people are very much like... I mean, it's pretty much the most, like, it's the most pure Midwest that you get. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you meet someone from Minnesota or Wisconsin, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that is the Midwest. Like, okay. Ohio, whatever. Like, I dated, um, um, Bumble Boy was from Wisconsin, and oh, he, like, talked about yeah. it. He, he once told me a story about how he left a high school party because the police showed up, and he walked across a frozen lake. <laughs> Die. Sounds about right. I mean, I've walked across frozen lakes. I've skinny dipped in frozen lakes before. Get like, out. That's I'm a thing that I've done. Like, I'm so like, but like, out, there's I'm this out. boy, Mallard, and I, yes, Mallard. like, we had the best sex I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. We met at a wedding mm-hmm. in Bumblefuck Nowhere, Wisconsin. <laughs> Amazing. But it was a wedding of Twin Cities, Minnesota people. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was a good friend of the bride. I was a friend of the groom, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's weird, because, like, I could see myself, like, dating him and really liking him and, uh-huh. like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't know. Like, we lived in the same place. He has a really high sex drive. I have a really high sex drive. Mm-hmm. So, if, like, you can take care of that for me, all of that. Yeah. Cool. But, like, we had sex the first. We had sex. We had a lot of sex. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god, we spent like ten hours together and That's we spent amazing. like four of them fucking. It was insane. <laughs> so good. It's the best sex of I my life. I was at a party, so I, I recently started seeing someone that we will codename the boy. The boy. Um, which is funny because there have been obviously I have a long list. There have been oh. a lot of boys. But also, we just have to mention yes. that the boy and Reagan have the same first name, <laughs> like in real life. So like we just this is like within too the good same couple days we both yep. had sex with boys with the same name. And yep. if you listen to Maddie Dimiuga's episode, you've you've heard that I've had that experience before. So it's a while oh, that it's this great. this keeps happening to me. <laughs> but the boy, I was talking to someone at this party that I was at before we recorded this podcast, and I said something like, "Yeah," and we had sex for about an hour and a half. And he goes, "What? Was it good? Why? Oh my god, was it fun?" And I was Shut like, "Obviously, I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't good or fun. Yes. Like, why would I? What? No." no. And that's no. the thing too is it's like Mallard and I, we had sex four times, four specific times, mm-hmm. but we had we had sex for about. Probably about four hours of the time that we spent together. Incredible. It was so good. But the thing is, like, he said to me at one point, he was like, I'm not into kinky shit. I just really love having sex. And I was like, that's cool for this, this particular, Uh if I were to date him, or God forbid, marry him. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Like, I am a kinky person. Mm -hmm. So either you got to be willing to be open to that. Or I'm going to find that elsewhere. Yeah. And that's the thing is, it's just like, I think that people, again, like the love versus commitment. Mm -hmm. Just because you love someone doesn't mean that you're going to be able to find all of the romantic or sexual needs that Mm -hmm. you have in that one person. And I think that that's why there's so much cheating. I am super, here's the thing, y'all. I am super against cheating. Yeah. But cheating to me is the lie. It's not Uh the act of fucking someone that you're not with. Uh Like, whatever. If they know that you're fucking someone, like great whatever yeah. that's not cheating mm-hmm. that's open or whatever it is. yeah but like i am not i refuse to lie to people right about who i am and mm-hmm. what i do and everything yeah so like if you can't fulfill all the needs that i have i'm not gonna stop needing them right and i'm not gonna conform who i am mm-hmm. to who you are because here's the thing guys here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> what's the i'm thing? 30 which is crazy. She's 30. I'm 30, right? She doesn't look a day over 25. I mean, and I say 25 because I'm 25, so and I feel like 20. you and I look the same. <laughs> oh my also, God. not to brag or anything, but I did have someone tell me I looked 19 or 20 today, oh my so God. I feel like You're, both of us look, look 19 or 20. so young. It's ridiculous. It's so sweet. Anyway, like, I'm a baby. You're a baby. But, like, that's a good thing. But, like, that's I'm why 30, I always get right? booked as, like, 18 to look younger when I do fucking yes. background. And when I do background, they're, like, 20 to 22 to 24, and I'm like, Sweet, I'll take it. But, like, the thing is, is, like, I've been single for most of my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm good with that. I'm yeah. happy with that. My relationships have been, like, we'll talk about it when we get to your question <laughs> about who I put in the ground. It's Bobby. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing is, it's like, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to change who I am yeah. for some person. Dude, because I'm, like, 99% straight. But, like, I'm not going to change myself for some dude. Even if he's great. Even if the sex is the best sex I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Chances are, there's some dude out there who's going to give me really great sex, too. Yeah. So, if you love me and you want me and you want me to be your person, then you're going to be willing to, like, experiment and do things that you're not super keen on. Because it'll make you happy to make me happy. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's interesting. So, I have have a, a very good friend who is a swinger and and she's she's in a relationship with her boyfriend and they 
our swingers, and I have been to a swingers club before. Oh, yeah, that's literally. <laughs> and it was literally just to observe. She was like, "Hey, I have to go here." Like she's because this is this is the kind of girl who literally like you could drop her off anywhere and she'd make like ten friends. Like she gets to know everyone. She's so so sweet. Like such a genuine person. Yeah. And she um so she's like, "Hey, we were hanging out one day, and she's she's a friend from back home, and she's like, um, someone I." I love her so much. She she was basically like, hey, so the, the manager at this club, it's her birthday, and I'm going to bring her this <laughs> bottle of vodka as a present. If you're comfortable, would you want to come to the club with me to go and yeah. drop this off? And her boyfriend wasn't there. He was out of town. He was doing something else. And I was yeah. like, sure, why the fuck not? I want to see where you're spending your time. I want to see, like, what's going on. I want you to be able to kind of show me around. Because I'm not going to be, like especially if you're someone I love and you're like, this is a thing that's important to me. I'm like, let me see what's going on. Like, show me around. So we went to this club in Dallas that was this swingers club and she showed me around and it was like, she knew everyone. We got in without any like cover or anything. Of course. Literally, she found like the girl who works there who she's really good friends with and she's like, Charlotte's never been here. Can you show her around? This woman gave us a tour, (laughs) took us to the bar. We got free shots. Like everything was so sweet. Yeah, and it was so, it was, like, everyone there that I met was so nice. It wasn't creepy at all. It was very clean. Everything was totally fine. And um, after we left, I was talking to her, and and we were kind of talking about the basis of, like, why she does what she does and, like, why she feels the way she feels. And it was something that she started doing this after she started dating the guy that she's currently dating. It Mm -hmm. wasn't something she was interested in before. But she was like, honestly, when I started doing this, it's this thing of, like, no matter what happens, you and I will always go home together. We have this emotional connection. And no matter who he messes around with, no matter what happens, he and I will always end up together. But I think it is unfair to expect that someone fulfills every single need you have sexually. And that's the thing, is it's like, Mm -hmm. that's a Dan Savage thing. Like, I don't know if you know Savage Love, but like, Dan Savage says Mm -hmm. that. is like, if you were going to expect monogamy Mm -hmm. from your partner you need to be an absolute whore for your partner (laughs) yeah and he means that in like you need to be willing to try everything they want to try do everything they want to do and that's the thing is like i've been interested in kink and like bdsm since Uh for forever okay and so if this person mallard like Mm -hmm. if he's not willing to like do that like cool beans dude i'm gonna go find it with someone else you know what i mean and that's the thing is it's just like you can't you can have who you are and who you're, what you're comfortable mm-hmm. with. And again, love and commitment mm-hmm. are not mutually exclusive. Okay. And I have a good, a very good friend who's in an open relation, an open marriage. Mm-hmm. They, she's been married to her person for like, God fuck, like six years. And they've oh, been wow. together since she was 14. Oh like, my God. For real, Tanisha. <laughs> like, it's real. Wild. And like, they have a slightly open marriage. But okay. like, the communication is super strong because mm-hmm. it needs to be. Right. And like... They're their first priority. Mm-hmm. Each of them is the first priority. Yeah. You know what I mean? But well, like, that was also my friend. She was like, there, yeah. there have been people I've met at the club who have tried to, like, text me separately and been like, hey, come mm-hmm. over. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not how it works. And so it's not something that I necessarily am like, oh, yeah, yeah. I 100% want to do that. But I understand the way she explained it. It was like, 
good for you, not for me. But yeah. I understand. I completely like from a from a logical sense. Right. I 100% understand where you're coming from, and I totally respect. Where and you're that's the thing. From. Like I joke all the time that I want to get people are different mm-hmm. tattooed on my upper arm. So when we're having conversations like this, I can just you can point just, to just it just and be like, "Bitch, like, here we are go." Because here's the thing: like, sex drive mm-hmm. is not gender specific. Sex drive has nothing to do with whether you're a woman or a man or a trans person or whatever. It like, makes me so angry when that. dudes are like, dudes get hornier than women. And I'm like, and some I'm of like, them do. The, yeah. Some of them don't. But also, some of them do, but also get the fuck out of my face forever. Right. Also, fuck you. Like, but also, probably I have, a, I have a higher sex drive than you do. Because mm-hmm. I've had a higher sex drive than like 90% of the human beings that I I've met in my life. I straight up hear about people like couples getting together and then they never have sex anymore. And I was like, is that what being in a couple is? Like? This is why I cheating don't want happens. That. The end. I don't want that. Yeah, Ugh. no. And that's the thing is like most couples I know who are mm-hmm. held in healthy relationships are getting what they need. Yeah. Either from the person they're with or from the person they're with and from other people. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I think that ugh, and some people again are born monogamous. Yes. Like you believe that. Uh-huh. But some people you're not going to get everything that you need. From one person. I truly believe that I am a monogamous person, but then I look at other people that are, like, non-monogamous, and they're like, I don't believe in that, or I see it, I'm like, I get it. Again. Go for it. If you're both on the same page, if it's consent, y'all, the the thing about love drunk is that as long as everyone is consenting to everything, we're 100% supportive. And they're adults. And we're adults. Adults. Yes. Everybody's adults and they're all consenting. Correct. 100% supportive. We're 100% down for whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing. Do what makes you happy. There's this weird fucking pervasive Mm -hmm. thing in our culture, especially American culture. Oh my god, fucking politics drunk. Yeah. (laughs) We're always coming back to politics drunk. We're coming back to politics drunk. But like, shame is such a big thing in our culture. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, you take away shame and you take away cheating and lying Mm -hmm. and hurting people that you love. If you need something that your partner can't give you, and they really, truly love you, they're going to understand that that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. It means that, like, here's the thing, y'all. I love fucking strangers. I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> and I don't know, because I've never been in, like, a healthy monogamous relationship. This Amazing is the other either. thing. We're fine. I've never yeah. been in a relationship, period. Never, cool. like, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Like I have, commit. but one of them, um, the main one, the longest relationship I've ever been with was little le- with a legitimate sociopath. Amazing. Like, he's... We love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. If he ceased to exist tomorrow, I wouldn't lose sleep over it. He's a horrible human being. Mm -hmm. But, like, he tried to get me to stay with him by, like, he wanted to get me pregnant so that I wouldn't be able to leave him. I'm telling you, he's legit sociopath. Oh, my God. That literally just hurt my stomach. Yeah. Like, that caused me physical pain when you said that. So, here's the thing. Like, I've been in relationships. Mm -hmm. I've done the whole, like, one person thing. And, like, Mm -hmm. I think that I want that. Maybe, eventually. Yeah. You've got to be a freak, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to be willing to, like, do the things I want you to do. Like, make all these marks all over my body that maybe make you uncomfortable, but I want to be able to press on them later and remember what it was like to have you fuck me real hard. You know what I mean? Like, there are all these things 
that are about me. The way me. you phrase it is so amazing. But also, like, I get what you're saying, but you know also, I mean? like, literally straight up coming. Because there were, there were times where yeah. I showed up to our mutual job and, like, pulled up my sleeve and was like, hey, hey look at bruises, these bruises. Bitch. And people are like, what the fuck is and wrong with you? Thing. Like, there's one thing about, like, liking to be hurt, and that's not mm-hmm. what I'm at. Yeah. That's not who I am. That's mm-hmm. not my, I'm sort of a sub. Yeah. And we can talk about that, too, but, like, mm-hmm. we can talk about how much I hate Fifty Shades of Grey because we'll be here for a while, but, like, whatever. But, like, uh-huh. I like reminders. Okay. I like remembering it's... how it felt and being able to press on that and mm-hmm. feel the pain of it yeah. and be like, oh, that's right. I remember how good you were fucking me the other day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I understand where you, what you mean in the sense of, like, I see things, and it's also a lot of people are like, oh, hickeys are tacky. Oh, their bruises are tacky, blah, 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 whatever. But it's like, Talk it's it's people. a sign where it's like, I had fun, you treated me the way I wanted to be treated. And it's not, like, you don't have to, like, fucking destroy someone no. to cause, like, I personally bruise very easily. Same. And after I was with, <laughs> I was with the boy. Yes. So, the thing about the guy that I'm currently sleeping with, the boy. boy. I say sleeping with. I may be dating. I don't know. We, we, it's it's, I it's don't know. up in the air. It's up in the air right now. We had a conversation, because it was just supposed to be some random fling, we had a conversation about, like, what do you like? What do you not like? Like, what are you into? Blah, blah, blah. So, we were very open about that. And I'm going to be <laughs> completely honest. Like, he literally knew what I looked like naked before I met him in person because he asked for a nude and I sent one. And so, (laughs) because I thought this was going to be a random ass bling and then we ended up talking afterwards and, like, seeing each other more and, like, I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was wild. So, um, but yeah, that's, that ends up kind of, like, someone who is so into what you're into Mm -hmm. is such a good wonderful experience where you're just like oh my god yes I'm getting everything I need like from this person right and that's the thing is like Mallard this dude Mm -hmm. like best sex I've ever had Mm -hmm. and it wasn't kinky imagine how good it would be if he would just hold me down a little bit and bite me real hard (laughs) do you know what I mean so it's like one of those things where I'm like cool dude like Mm -hmm. just flex your muscles and that's the same thing like wedding hook up mm-hmm. and he kept doing this thing where like he would stare at me and just be like where the fuck did you come from and I was like I don't know man like who the fuck are you like we were connecting on this different level and again also uh-huh. like I think I told you this I spent the night with him mm-hmm. which I have not done mm-hmm. since I left Korea four years ago Wild. I don't sleep with Wild. like I don't spend the night with guys I tried to you know spend I mean? the night with a dude on the the boy on Thursday, and he snored, and that was literally nope. the reason. I actually at one point just straight up shoved him over, yep. and then he rolled over and put his arm around me, and I was like, "God, I'm so mad," but also this is really sweet. Fuck you. That's the thing is like with Mallard, like mm-hmm. we spent the night together, and he slept. I didn't mm-hmm. sleep. I spent like a hun- an hour and fifteen minutes sleeping. I think total of the yeah. entire night. Mm-hmm. But he was a fucking starfish slash octopus, so he would like. Mm-hmm take up a ton of room and then like anytime I would move even if he was sleeping he'd be like no 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 come back and I'd be like dude for what? Yeah. So and then there's Union Jack right? Mm -hmm. So Union Jack is this British guy Mm -hmm. whatever so like I met him. Codename Union Jack. Union Jack. Uh And he's like super cute and great and whatever and the sex was good Mm -hmm. but like there's no future there you know what I mean? He lives in Britain Mm -hmm. and also like 
here's the thing, and I hope he never listens to this because he's going to be so upset. He's not a great kisser. <gasps> no. I know. He's really good in bed. Okay. But he's not a great kisser. How is he not a good kisser? He Describe. does this thing <laughs> where he sort of is like soft. Okay. You know what I mean? Does he kiss and, like, like a rabbit? No, he moves his head a lot, though. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And he thinks that that's, like, good. And I'm like, but why? Like, just, like, kiss me like you mean it. So, uh-huh. like, Reagan, right, who I fucked last night. Oh. <laughs> he was like, you're one of the best amazing. kissers I've ever been, like, oh ever been with, ever. Like, you're an amazing kisser. And I'm like, right, because I really love kissing. Yeah. And that's the thing about oh, Union Jack. kissing is, is so just, good. It's the best. Uh-huh. But I can tell that he's just sort of like, this is how someone kisses and it's like no no no. you kiss like you fuck yeah you know what I mean that's how you kiss no one has ever said that before but I feel like it I relate to it so much right like yes correct that is exactly how you kiss but that thing is like again like sorry y'all I'm eating now it's (laughs) fine she she did steal a lara bar from me it's okay we forgive her we love her she's amazing i'm so hungry because i'm like (laughs) did a show and now i'm here Mm -hmm. and i'm drunk um but so like you know um what are we talking about kissing 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 like if there's not enough passion with kissing very often there's not enough passion fucking Mm -hmm. but you don't know what to do with your mouth and you don't know what to do with your body yeah. Union Jack is not that way. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, he's not like that. But his like the kissing was just like, oh god, like are you actually feeling this? Like put some pressure behind it. Like yeah. do something with your mouth. Uh-huh. And also like I'm super sensitive, which Reagan commented on. He was like, "Man, you're an amazing kisser." And I'm like, "Right, because I moan while I'm kissing." Uh-huh. And not cuz I'm like putting it on. Yeah. You're literally like, just like, I'm having a great time. This feels so good, mm-hmm. you know? And that was, like, when I was young. I was, like, <laughs> 21 or whatever, and I was in Vagina Monologues. And we all, like, hung out afterwards. Uh-huh. And the girls were like, oh, like, fuck porn. Like, no one moans when they kiss. Like, that's mm-hmm. not a thing that people do. And I was like, uh... And I just, like, raised my hand. And I was like, um... I do. But also, and they were like... I, I feel like... I have had conversations with people about porn and kissing and all that jazz. Yes. I think that if someone is not authentic when they're making noise and yes. when they're, like, doing certain things, I feel like it's, maybe it's just a, a woman thing, but I feel like you would, you should be able to tell if it's, yeah. like, a fake whatever, but apparently some people is, don't. like, I make a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. I just do. I have been shushed twice during sex by two different people. <gasps> fuck those people. Actually, yeah, I know, no, right? Boom. Don't fuck those people. Well, like, we, we, now we're done. Yeah, we, good. We, we fucked at one point, and now it is not. If they're not turned on by the fact that you're making noise, then they're not. Cool. Shushed. Shushed. Yeah, no, fuck Straight that. up, like, shh. And no, I was no, like, no. okay, no, Either this is over now. Either something to bite down on, or shut the fuck up. Like, uh-uh. Amazing. Like, Amazing. I yeah. I make a lot of noise, because again, like, my body is super, super sensitive. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, y'all. Here's the thing. I don't have bad sex. Mm-hmm. I've been having sex for eight years of my life. It's not a very long time. But eight years of my life I've been having uh-huh. sex, right? I've had sex, bad sex, twice. Two times. Mm-hmm. With dudes that I should have known that it was going to be bad. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, is, like, I 
when I'm enjoying something, I make noise. Mm-hmm. I let you know that I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And if you're not into that, again, you shouldn't be seeing me naked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have very strong feelings about who and who should and shouldn't be seeing me naked. Uh-huh. If you don't go down on women, you don't get to see oh me naked. Oh, my God. Get out, out of here. here. I was just, thing. I like, was rereading, no. I was rereading Yes Please, Amy Poehler's book, and there was a part, and I I read it a while ago, and now I'm rereading it, just because it's an easy book to bring when I'm, like, doing background on set or whatever, yeah. and it's, it's an easy read, and she had her rules for sex, and she had rules for men and rules for women, and, like, the women, rules for women first, and they were all pretty much, like, similar and had the yeah. same basis, but the men had one extra rule, and it was like, if you don't eat pussy, keep walking. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is it's like, again, if you had a traumatic experience, mm-hmm. if it's like, I don't know whether or not you have herpes or not, like, uh-huh. cool, I get it. If Straight it's just up. like a blanket rule. But explain rule, to me, the no. like, not even explain in detail, but just be like, hey, no. I have this, what, okay, tell and me. And because here's the thing, is that there's so many men in this country, especially uh-huh. America, specifically. Uh-huh. Politics drunk. Hello, Politics welcome drunk. back. Hello, welcome back. Who are like, I just don't go down on women. And mm-hmm. think that that's an acceptable fucking thing to say. To the oh woman that God. you're fucking. And here's the thing. Because, like, if you are if you want to fuck women, then you need to be willing to eat pussy. Unless there's a traumatic experience involved. Because, look, y'all. I've been sexually assaulted three times. Mm-hmm. It's something I'm very open about. The first time it was oral sex. He forced me to go down on him. It's a mm. thing that happened to me. It okay. sucks. But, like, it is what it is. So, I need to I feel appreciate how open you are about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It is. It happened. I was... 21 it was Mm -hmm. fucked up like whatever yeah I have to feel comfortable with someone and trust Mm -hmm. someone to be like cool I love giving head here's the thing y'all I love giving head I love sucking men off it's just Mm -hmm. a thing that I enjoy it's powerful it's It's yummy power play I enjoy it it's (laughs) delicious I dig it here's the thing if you put your hand on my head, we're done. If no, you push me if down, you push me all, down, we're done. We're done. 110 Because it triggers me the fuck out. Uh-huh. So again, if you had a traumatic experience, if like someone literally sat on your face and you almost suffocated and you almost died, tell you can have me. a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Right. Let's be open about our but feelings. If you're just like getting high and being like, Look, bitch, I don't do cunnilingus. I'm going to be like, look, bitch, push your clothes on and get the fuck out of my house. I like, had I I had a hookup recently where it was just a random Bumble dude. I, I went to his place. <laughs> Y'all, can I just say, it's so funny, because Sarah and I, once again, we met at the restaurant that we currently work at. Yeah. I had nothing going on for months, and then all of a sudden, at the same, same time that I worked oh at this God. restaurant, I started working at this restaurant, and then I had, like, five boys all okay. in a lineup okay. all in a row just like, like random ass shit and people would be like oh is that this person and I'm like no and then it makes me sound like I have more <laughs> going on than I do it's just at this time this all right. happened and the thing is though is it when it rains it pours it like, does I went it on this does. amazing trip and uh-huh. I was gone for like four weeks yes and like in that time I was more myself and like more happy in my own skin uh-huh. than I have been in like months Mm -hmm. fucking months and like because of that I came back with that same energy Mm -hmm. and people have responded and so like there are dudes in my life like (laughs) she knows this but like I'm currently sort of like kind of seeing or like being courted by Uh or like making out with or like whatever (laughs) like five different dudes right and they're all tall white dudes (laughs) 
with single syllabic first names. I want you guys to know that we sat down at lunch and discussed <laughs> all of this. And I was like, this is fucking wild. wild. And, and we just and we just discussed our whole like lives. And going like on. parts of my life have been like that where mm-hmm. it's like, oh fuck, I can't even keep who I'm fucking straight, like, whatever. And I can, like, Mm -hmm. I do, and I'm safe, and I'm careful, like, Uh I think that that's really important. We stand a healthy legend, you know? Yes, girl, yes, get tested, y'all. Literally still have a bruise on my arm from getting tested, from my, from my blood draw. Healthiest girl on this side of the Mississippi, by the way. Girl, like, get tested, use condoms, even if you're on the pill, even if you're on some sort of IUD, Google, Google free testing centers, because I literally went to somewhere in LA, I went to, uh, AHF. Yes. They are free testing. If you do uh, turn up positive for something, they do free treatment as well. Um, oh, fuck, 100% dude. 100% hit them up. Yeah, no, it's so amazing. Go to freestdtesting.com and they will, like, look up their locations yeah. and their testing times. I'm Guys, super seriously, about please that. get tested. And here's please, the thing about please, me, please. too, is, like, before I even started having sex, so I mm-hmm. lost my virginity when I was 22, which okay. I don't think I told you. It was late in life, especially for me. We did, I did math. Yeah. You, you, I know how old you eight are, years. and you were, like, eight years, yeah. and I was like, oh, I can do that But man. when I was okay. 17, all my friends were like, you're the Samantha of our Sex in the City Aww. group. And I'd be like, yo, I haven't even had sex yet. And they were like, <laughs> dude, just wait. And, like, they weren't wrong. Uh-huh. But, like, that's the thing is, like, I've been really scared of, like, catching some STD yeah. or, like, STI, sorry, mm-hmm. or, like, getting pregnant or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, like... Be safe and get tested, and you're uh-huh. not going to get an STI. Yeah. And that's, like, I grew up believing that, like, if I loved sex as much as I did, mm-hmm. then I was going to get struck down <laughs> and die of AIDS. Yes. Sad and lonely somewhere. Uh-huh. And, like, that's not the reality of the that's world. That's not it. If you're safe Again, and you trust drunk. people, Here politics drunk, guys. Um, really quick, though, I am bringing this back. The dude that dude, I hooked up me. with, I'm just going to, I don't have a code name for him. His name was Garrett. Like, I don't know his last name. I'll just, like, straight up call him You're out. Good. He deserves to be called out. We haven't talked about the guys that I want to put in the ground oh yet, my but God. we'll get there. But, yeah, so this dude, I'm not kidding. We did hook up. It, this was, like, one of my first straight up hookups from Bumble, where yes. it was like, hey, I want to suck your dick. Let's, it, let's, let's get together. Oh like, y'all, I just got wet. Like, you're not here, but, like, it just happened. Like, Charlotte and I are just, like, the same goddamn person. Like, it's just, like, cool, I'm going to sit on your face and, like, yeah. let's just enjoy But that. here's the, no, 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 but here's the problem is I didn't say I'll sit on your face. I said I want to suck your dick, which gave him, I guess, uh, Fuck, he I just thought so that much. he didn't have to do anything for me. So I went over to this dude's place. It was the first random-ass hookup. He was nice. He gave me a hug, introduced himself. I was yeah. like, cool, whatever. Yeah. We went up to his apartment. Uh, we were in the elevator. He looks at me and goes, well, let's see what you got. And I kind of started laughing. But this guy, so I, I, I fulfilled my end of the bargain. And he looks at me and I'm like, cool. Uh, first of all, this dude is the worst kisser I have ever kissed in my life. Kissed opened mouth, full tongue. Gross. Oh my God. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I wish I was exaggerating, guys. I was sitting there being like, there's no way this is actually happening to me right now. It's wild. No. Because this dude was super hot, so I guess no one told him he was bad at things, which (gasps) sucks. John Hamm, 30 Rock, right? Uh, Like, yeah, privilege. Yeah, where it's for like sure. it's totally the bubble exists. where you don't yeah. even realize. Nope, the bubble. So anyway, afterwards, I was like, "Hey, so like you got yours? Um, wouldn't be pissed if you helped me out." And he was vaping, and he takes a hit of his vape, blows the smoke out, and goes, "I don't eat pussy." <gasps> 
she's told me the story and it still upsets me so it's much still, that I gasp. And I like, like mm-hmm. look at him and I'm just like, where did I end up in my life and my world and anything? And like, yes, it was strange because like the opening line of our conversation was that I was gonna suck his dick. But like, imagine if I showed up to that meeting and been like, oh, I don't, I don't suck dick. Like, could you imagine so, how that would have gone over? Right. So I basically well. have like three ex-boyfriends, right? Amazing. I don't do boyfriends, but like I have three of them. And mm-hmm. one of them is this dude named Brad. He lives in Chicago. I'm mm-hmm. not protecting him. I don't give a shit. He wouldn't go down on me mm-hmm. because I don't shave my pussy. <gasps> and here's the thing, y'all. I don't shave my pussy because the doctor has told me that I'm so sensitive and so pale that I'm not allowed. The one time that really? I... Really? Yes. I shaved my pussy one one time. One time, and I got a rash so bad that I had to be on steroid cream. No. And Brad looked at me in the eyes and was like, well, have you tried waxing? And I was like, <gasps> fuck you, dude. If and then he goes, oh and then he God. goes, well, I'm never going to go down on you. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. I'm never going to go down on you. And he goes, well, I'm like, no, that's the end of this conversation. That's the end of the conversation. If you're not willing to go down on me, then I'm not going to suck your cock. And again, again... I am one of the very few people who has very good reason to not want to suck anyone's yeah. cock. It's because someone forced me to do that. Uh-huh. And that's a trigger. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I say I don't want to suck your dick, I don't want to suck your dick. The end of the story. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean that, like, I'm not going to sit on your dick. It yeah. just means that I don't want to fucking suck it. Yeah. So, like, and he had all these issues, and he's like, well, if you're not going to, and I was like, cool, I'm not a prepubescent girl. I'm not shaving all of my hair off. And it, like, might give me a rash that I have to pay $70 with insurance for the cream to, like, get deal rid with of. It. Yeah. So, like, here's the thing, y'all. Like, this whole men being like, yeah, I don't fucking go down on women. Again, unless you are into Unless you men, have a trauma or you trauma, are, like, or you're yeah. into men, unacceptable. Unacceptable. That's not, I'm tired of people thinking that, like, I'm tired of dudes thinking that fingering equals oral. No. It does not. And the thing is, again, I love hands. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with hands. That's the thing about Mallard is, like, good God, did that man know how to use his hands. (laughs) It's one of the things. He knew how to use his cock, too. Also, even good oral involves hands, I feel. Exactly. But, like, the first thing Mallard did was he went down on me. The Mm -hmm. first thing he did. Thank you. And then we had sex four times. I was pretty, you know, dried Mm -hmm. out the third or fourth time, and he just went down on me to Uh make sure that that wasn't an issue. Yeah. And again, he checked with me both Mm -hmm. of those times being like, are you sure you're okay for this? Are you sure you're not too sore? Here's the thing. is like good humans Mm -hmm. that you fuck are going to check with you. Yes. And make sure like, hey, are you cool? Are you comfortable? Are you happy? Mm -hmm. And like... If you're with someone who doesn't check with you, even if they're not technically assaulting you or raping you, uh-huh. don't fuck that person. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, like, the thing about Union Jack and about Mallard is, like, uh-huh. they're both, like, good, solid dudes. And here's mm. the thing, y'all. I'm not used to good, solid dudes. Yeah. I'm used to dating shitty Douchebags. Who are sociopaths. Or, like, uh-huh. the guy I lost my virginity to who had a very low sex drive. Which, fair. Again, mm-hmm. people are different. People are different. Point in my arm. She's pointing to her arm right now. Where my tattoo should the be. The tattoo should be. People are different. But, like, Baluk called me an info once. He was like, there's something wrong with you because you want to have That's, sex all the time. Oh, my God. He was the first guy I had sex with. And he had a low sex drive. He was, like, a once a week kind of guy. But because oh my God. society wow. tells man that if you don't want to have sex all the time, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. That men who don't want to have sex all the time put that shame on women. And again, I'm just like, 
all about not having shame. Yeah. You are who you are. Find someone who fits you. You know what I mean? Humans are different. Humans are different. People are People different. People are different. And that's the thing is, like, Luke, bless him, was so kind to me. But mm-hmm. I dumped his ass because he didn't want to fuck me. But and that's that okay because shitty. he's going to find someone who right. is at that right. same caliber But he called he me is. a fucking info. He was like, there's that's something wrong good, with though. you. And I'm like, look, dude, look. Uh-huh. And I was new to it, right? Mm-hmm. I was 22. I was a fucking virgin. We fucked. Mm-hmm. It was great. I lost my virginity, y'all. Oh, my God. Here we go. I lost my virginity to the band, right? The band. The band. And if you don't know who that is, I'm like, fucking look it up. And just, like, <laughs> learn your life. But, like, the band's The Last Waltz. He picked out that DVD and I was like, cool, I'm losing my virginity tonight. And it was great. He was great. I had a great losing my virginity experience, which is not true for a lot of people. Yeah. Very, very lucky. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was great. And, like, we had good sex, but he wanted to have sex once a week. I wanted to have sex three times a day. Mm -hmm. That's not compatible for a monogamous relationship. So that's Mm -hmm. what I mean. I care about Luke. I'm happy for Luke. Mm -hmm. I fucking dumped his ass. Because he didn't want to fuck me all the time. Mm-hmm. The end. That's it. And that's it. Because some people like, are just not compatible. And mm-hmm. I remember, I don't know if, I, because I started, um, <laughs> I just bringing this up, I started masturbating at a very young age. And I didn't. And so it, it was something that I was always really ashamed of because for a long time, and, and keep in mind, I went to public school in Texas and we had this whole, you know, like Texas. every... Texas. Uh, Good God. I'm Texas. from Minnesota, so it's like that's the thing about yeah. Us so that's different. Yeah. So I went to so I went to public school in Texas, and it it's like this thing of, and then also you know like I I grew up in the church, and it was this whole thing of like yeah, if you do this, and I remember it's so funny. I remember seeing like a, a commercial for like a Lifetime movie, and it was yeah. like this dude who was addicted to sex, and I was like, oh my god, that's me because I masturbate <gasps> and it's bad, and I didn't even know I didn't even know what it was called. I just no. knew that it was a thing that I was doing and I was like oh this is probably wrong um and then just becoming old like just just growing older and realizing like this is a completely normal thing this is something that we should encourage this was something that I was never told that I was allowed to do people are different yeah I have never been a masturbatory person I don't masturbate really Wild and not like not bad, but just right. like wild just, to me because my experience is like I totally just have to different. keep myself calm. It didn't occur to me that women did that mm-hmm. until I was fifteen, and the best friend of my boyfriend at the time was like, "Wait, what? You don't touch yourself?" And uh-huh. I was like, "No." And she was like, "I touch myself all the time," and I was like, "What?" Well, it was something where it was it was something that I did, but when I was in high school, one of my really good friends. Who now that now that we're adults, she has admitted was kind of a lie to just be like, oh, I'm fitting in the way that I should be. Someone was like, she was like, oh my god, someone talked about like doing that, and I was like, no, I never do that, and I was like, oh, I never do that either, but I did. <laughs> and then cu- becoming older, she was like, yeah, no, I was totally fucking lying, and I was and like, this cool, is the thing same. too is it's like Obviously. people think that I'm lying, and that mm-hmm. was crazy when I was 22 and I was still a virgin, technically mm-hmm. by the heteronormative version of virginity, which right. is fucked up. We could get into a whole other podcast about it'll that. Be great. Truly, but like, here's the thing: like, I was a virgin at 22, and like, I had my first orgasm when I was 19. Because I didn't, I didn't touch my, it didn't occur to me. Mm -hmm. But like, oh fuck, I completely forgot. But people think that I lie. Uh And like men that I would hook up with when I was like 20, 21, you know, who I was doing pretty much everything except like vaginal penetrative Everything but. Right. 
they were like, no, like, you can't be a virgin. You love sex too much. And I was like, right, 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 right. But I've been fucked up so bad from mm-hmm. when the time I was 13 yeah. that I didn't want to cross that final line because I was scared how attached I would get to the person that I was going to have sex with. Yeah, 100%. So my rule was I have to be in a place where I am ready. Yes. And yeah. I was 22 when that happened. And I had to have sex with someone who had had sex before. I refused mm-hmm. to have sex with a virgin. Yeah. Where, like... We're not giving him a code name. Fuck it. You know, Judd, who's never going to listen to this. He doesn't even have a Facebook, y'all. But, like, Judd, I dated when I was 20. He was 19. Uh And, like, we both were virgins. And that's why it didn't work out. Because we both desperately wanted to not be virgins anymore. Uh Uh-huh. But I couldn't fuck a virgin. I was like, I know how this is going to go. You need someone to, like, It's going to take 10 seconds. You you know, yeah. And Luke... He knew what he was doing, and he picked out the last waltz, and I was like, great, I'm going to lose my virginity up on Cripple Creek, it's going to uh-huh. be great. And, like, it was. And he knew what he was doing, and it took 45 minutes, and it was fucking glorious, yeah. and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, is it's like, I was given my first orgasm at 19. And that's the thing about sex for me, is like, we've talked about body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. and I've been body dysmorphic since I was about 12, 13. Mm-hmm. And when I had sex at 22... It was the first time when I felt it was like a puzzle piece fitting into place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of women, especially in our country, do not have that experience. Yeah. And I'm not discounting that, and I I think that's very valid. You Mm -hmm. have to be in charge of your own comfortability and your own truth. Mm -hmm. It made me comfortable in my own skin in a way that I'd never been. And that's why... I joke about sex, and I'm like, oh, my two vices in life are sugar and sex, which is true. (laughs) But, like... It's not a vice. It mm-hmm. has made me happy with myself in a way that, like, very nothing had ever yeah. made me feel. It is something I'm really good at, and it is something that my body has, was made for. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. And the unfortunate thing about, like, again, living in this country that mm-hmm. we live in, especially being a woman, mm-hmm. if you love sex, you're raised to think that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And it's just not true. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful, wonderful thing, and it can make you feel whole and comfortable and wonderful as a person. You know what I mean? That's such like a no. Yeah. It's such a beautiful sentiment, and it's yeah. it's something that I definitely a hundred percent understand. And like like I said, when I first started at this restaurant that both of us work at, mm-hmm. I had nothing really going on. And it's something that's kind of fun where you come in and you're like, oh, I'm so tired because I got laid last night. Fuck you know, yeah, it's, bitch. A, it's a fun thing. And and, and yeah, I mean, yeah. like, and I hooked it's, up with someone that we work with. And it's awful and not great right now. But like, we're gonna call him Oki. Is what we're gonna Oki, call him. Uh, Oki, of course, Oki. And so. I had to work closely with Oki today because he had nothing fucking else to do except yes, to hang sure around. Didn't. But the thing is, again, is it's like Oki and I. Mm-hmm. So Oki f- fucked me over pretty hard, mm-hmm. and whatever. But like, it came from a cowardly and a selfish place rather mm-hmm. than from a malicious place. Yeah, I bear him no ill will. Good. He was the. So this past January, I mm-hmm. hadn't really had sex in, like, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I did that on purpose because the third sexual assault came on very close to the heels of this. Right. And he and I had great sex. And he opened that door to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't 
spare him any ill will because of that. But he acted right. towards me in a very selfish and cowardly well, way. And for that reason, I can't be friends with him. Right. But I bear him no ill will. Yeah. And he doesn't know that, which is hilarious, y'all. <laughs> it's so fun like, to be at work with him and I'll just be like, like, I talk to him and he just looks like I'm giving him, like, the grace of God. I'm just like, he's hey, like, oh, Oki. And he's I, like, oh, my God, you're I thought of to that me. literally today where he oh was, like, God. coming up to me and talking to me. And I was just like, I don't even, do we, are we good? Mm, meh, meh. And then, yeah. like, it, yeah, no. I mean, and the thing is, is that he's not a bad guy. He was in a bad place. Mm-hmm. And it caused him to treat me poorly. It means that I'm going to create a very hard boundary with him where I will be kind to him because that's who I am as a person, but we're not Mm -hmm. friends. Yeah. And I've set that up. I've told him that explicitly and specifically. Mm -hmm. I'm all about boundaries. And I'm all about being true to yourself. Right. But the thing about Oki is, like, the sex was good. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you want to know that because (laughs) you know him. But, like, whatever. No, tell me. Tell me. I needed... I feel like like that's working at a restaurant. If you find out who's good at sex and, like, whatever. We hooked up at the work party. Did you know this? Great. You told me this. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we hooked up at the work party. And we went back to his place. And we were fucking right. And I was Mm -hmm. drunk. Yeah. It was the last day of my period. Y'all. So, like, I was fine. The last day of your period where you're kind of like, am I good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But, like, at one point I dried out, which is the thing that women do sometimes. If you're male and listening to this, let you know. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes women dry out. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. It's just our bodies. And my face made some sort of face, right? Uh Uh-huh. Of like, ooh, ow, that's not great. Yeah. And he immediately stopped. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And was like, oh my god, are you okay? And I was like, yes. And because I'm me and I'm worried about letting people down because it's mm-hmm. part of my personality. Oh my god, Sam. Is I started crying. This oh, is the thing. No. So I started crying and I was like, oh my god, I don't want to ruin this. And he's like, no, 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 no. Do you need to stop? And I was like, no. And he's like, what do you need? And I said... I think lube. I think we need lube. And he was like, cool, 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 cool. I've got that. We can handle that. Are you sure? Do you want to keep going? And this is where the whole, like, mm-hmm. yeah, but if you don't say anything, how am I supposed to know? If you yeah. can't read people's faces and there's something fucking yeah. wrong with you, you know. If a woman that you're fucking is in pain, you fucking uh-huh. know. You know. Exactly. Exactly. If you choose to ignore it, that's mm-hmm. on you. And there have been, like, the boy that I hooked up with, there was oh, yeah. a point where I was like, ah, nope. No, hold on just a second. And yeah. he's like, let me figure it out. We're going to, like, like, what do you need? And that's, I and that's had an emotional moment because he looked yes. deep into my eyes and was like, hey, are you okay? And, and I, I just cried. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I legit cried. I was leaking tears. And he was just like, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to ruin this. Like, this is so great. And he was like, okay, what do you need? And I was like, I need lube. And he was like, great, we can but do that. But that's an adult man. An adult man who is used to sexual relationships. And the thing is, though, is that there's no excuse for anything else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing about oh Oki is, like, I cannot bear him any ill will. Because mm-hmm. we were in different places. We wanted different things. It's, like, I a shitty that. way that it ended, and he handled but... it super poorly. And because of that, mm-hmm. we can't be friends. Right. And that sucks. But, like, it is what it is. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I mean, like, and that's the thing is, like, talking about sex and talking mm-hmm. about gray areas and consent and comfortability and I'm like if you can't tell you shouldn't be fucking right the end a hundred percent if you're not you know what I mean yeah, yeah anyways but while we're talking about like people that you don't bear ill will do bear ill will whatever um my question is do you want to low-key curse someone yes. and when we low-key <laughs> curse someone 
She's so quick. Uh, when yeah. we when we low-key curse someone, obviously we don't wish death or dismemberment. We wish just, you know, mild inconveniences. Whatever. Okay. Um, so, so here's the thing, too, is it's like you got to understand, y'all, that I, again, am grandparent. I'm the granddaughter of Holocaust survivors. Uh-huh. So I have conversations with people who are like, I believe in redemption. And I'm like, that's great. Uh-huh. I believe that there are people with whom them not existing anymore the world would be a better place wild yes right like nazis you know whatever yeah so it's not that i want to kill you but if you were i want you you to not be alive anymore if you didn't know exist if you didn't exist you cease to exist i would not lose sleep Mm -hmm. over that there are two of them yes there's one of them who i like to call the big bad his name is jamie dugan i am not protecting him (laughs) i don't give a shit about him hey jamie dugan Fuck you. Fuck you. He lives in Pennsylvania. He lives in bumfuck nowhere, Pennsylvania. Jamie Dugan, who lives in bumfuck nowhere, Pennsylvania, we're talking about you on this podcast. He know what he did. So Uh I met Jamie when I was 13, Mm -hmm. and he was 19. And I fell in love with him. Stop. He was the first person I was naked in front of when I was 16 years old. And Mm -hmm. the next year, he showed up to the same music festival that we've always gone to, Mm -hmm. together-ish. With his girlfriend. Ugh, gross. And then pretended he didn't know me, <gasps> but stared no. at me the entire Stop weekend. It. And when I finally confronted him, his girlfriend was like, wait, you're Sarah? And I was like, yup. And she was like, oh shit. And I was 17 at the time, and she was like, oh shit. And he was 24. Mm. He's, you know, whatever. So there's mm. Jamie. Jamie did the thing where he really liked all the attention I was giving him, but he mm-hmm. never actually cared about me. And I was in love with him. Desperately in love with him. Uh-huh. And then there's Bobby, who is an actual sociopath. Who Amazing. lives in Chicago. Just in case y'all are wondering, he's 47. When we Ugh. dated, he was 41 and I was 23. Ugh! Yeah. Ugh! He has three kids. One of them is four years younger than I am. And he tried to get me pregnant so I wouldn't be able to leave him. Stop! Yep. No! He's a horrible person. He's a legit sociopath. And I know people throw that word around, but, like, he went to prison... He's an ex-convict. Oh, yeah. I'm and, literally s- sitting on Sarah's lap right now, just, like, <laughs> gripping her tightly to be like, I will protect you from all the, the bad. Is, like, like, statistically, I shouldn't be alive right now because I survived him. I feel like that's and, a like, show on Lifetime or something. Right. Like, no, I real. shouldn't be alive. Like, that's the like, thing is, I'm like, and me. he stalked me after we broke up. Like, mm-hmm. he was terrifying. He's this yes. terrifying human being. If he no longer existed, the world would be a better place. We'll see, because here's so that's the thing. The thing. Yeah. It's so I we always talk about low key curses where it's like we don't wish death or dismemberment. I officially give you permission to wish death or dismemberment <laughs> on either of these people because they the sound awful. Is, like, I refuse to let that sort of hatred and evil into my life. Okay. But like if Bobby was killed tomorrow, mm-hmm. I wouldn't lose sleep over it. Okay. If he died tomorrow, I wouldn't mm-hmm. lose sleep over it. I'd be happy because I think we'd be living in a happier, happier, more comfortable world. He found me and he tried to make sure that I wouldn't be able to leave him. And he mm-hmm. stalked me for... Did I tell you about this? He created a Twitter account so he could stalk me. Stop. I'm telling you. Oh my god, Y'all, no. I'm not making this up. I promise no. you. He created a Twitter account for a year and because my Instagram links to my Twitter and I put my location on my Instagram Mm -hmm. when I was back in the town where I knew him Mm -hmm. he tweeted at me the only tweet he's ever done in his life and it was just the words hello Sarah (gasps) like Hannibal Lecter style right that's so scary yeah it was really bad oh my god and then like two days later someone broke into my house and then when I moved (gasps) back to LA 
after that, I started taking Krav Maga because I was like, I'm done. Because <laughs> you're like, no, 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 like well, this isn't thing, gonna is happen. Like, if Bobby ever comes after me and he ends up dead, I'm not gonna feel bad about it. But also, if he ends up dead tomorrow, she has an alibi. I was yes, with her no, the no, whole no, night. Sure. It was totally fine. He cannot. He cannot leave the state he's in because he's an ex felon for the next. It was 10 years when I was 23, so three more years. Three more years. We got three more years. It's totally fine. Yeah, so he can't come to California. Mm -hmm. We're all good. We're all good. But, like, if he died tomorrow, the world would be a better place. We wouldn't be pissed about it, honestly. So that's the thing. Is Mm -hmm. like, you know, I feel like, you know, people who don't have shit like this in their past, in their history, in their family history... They're willing to be like, yeah, everyone deserves to be redeemed. And I'm like, cool, Hitler doesn't. Sometimes people don't. Like, that's the thing. Oh, my God. And Bobby doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He's the worst. And I have no qualms about Mm -hmm. naming his name and talking about him. He's the worst. Okay. So the the last thing that we have to talk about, not the last thing, but... Something we have to talk about is um, your favorite love songs and your favorite (gasps) breakup songs. Oh, shit, fuck. Okay, so my favorite love song Mm -hmm. pretty much the entire discography of the Beatles. Particularly Abbey Road. Like, Mm -hmm. y'all. And the thing is, is, like, everything on Abbey Road, like, the song Because, Mm -hmm. you know that song? It's so beautiful. I do not actually know that song. It's all acapella. It's okay. Because, because the world is round, it makes me cry. Anyway, that's beautiful. beautiful. So I love the Beatles. I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, is like real good breakup songs. So I grew up, my daddy plays old time guitar. So I grew up in like an old time bluegrass community. I know how to clog. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I told you that. I didn't know you know how to clog. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> and I've been singing bluegrass music and, like, Irish music and, like, trad music for, like, my whole oh fucking my God, life. Oh, my God, I love it. But, like, bl- like country people mm-hmm. know how to write breakup yeah. songs, okay? Gotcha. And also love songs. Like, mm-hmm. there are so many good ones. Like, Maren Morris, I'm obsessed with her, and she wrote the song called Love Song. And okay. It's, like, about Is she the one who did the middle as well? Why no, you just me in the no, she's a country singer, like pretty much permitted. But she won the Grammy for country music okay. last year, or the year before. Okay, and she wrote a song called "My Church," mm-hmm. which is like my favorite thing in the world. Um, but also, like Keith Urban writes really good love songs. Okay, so, like, "Blue Ain't Your Color" is a great mm-hmm. love song. I think I've heard that one before. Um, you look good in my T-shirt. That's a great love song. Okay, um, there are tons. Here's the thing, guy. I love love music like Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed like God Bless the Child is a great love song in some ways okay it depends on like what the mood you're in you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so breakup songs like man I don't know I'm more of a breakup kind of eating girl (laughs) so like I'm gonna go and eat a shit ton of ice cream or I'm gonna eat a lot of cake oh yeah of course hondo percent also though like the band Little Mix they're from Britain Little Mix I I'm love Little Mix I so love song, Little Mix what the fuck what's the song the um the song about shout out to my ex that is the best breakup song pretty much ever and ever and the best part is that shout it's out to my Zane, ex yes and we all know y'all like you've heard about Big we Dick Energy know. right hell yeah Zane does not have that no Zane does Zane not have Big Dick Energy is not good in bed we all know this she's when it's like I hope she's getting, getting better sex. sex I hope she ain't faking, faking it, it like, like I, I did, did. Yes. 100% okay. yeah so like 
Breakup songs, yes. Like, mm-hmm. also, though, like, Nora Jones is real good if you've mm-hmm. had a breakup. Like, listening to that, like, slow. Also, like, Billie Eilish. If you don't okay. know Billie Eilish, like, uh, yeah. fucking look her up. She's amazing. Really quick, um, shout out to my ex. A lot of times people compared it yes. to a song by GRL called Ugly Heart. Yes. I don't think they're too, too similar. I don't think mm-hmm. it was, like, one was copied from another. But it's it's another song that if you're into that breakup kind of thing where it's, like, fuck you anyway, then you should definitely listen to Ugly Heart by Little, uh, by, uh, GRL, because well, it's a also, very like, good song. there's the thing, too, about breakups, too, where it's, like, you realize, again, like, as a woman, or as, like, you know, a cis woman, or a mm-hmm. trans woman, or whatever, that, mm-hmm. like, the person you're with is not worth your fucking time. Mm-hmm. The song Fuck You by Lily Allen is a really good oh, one. Oh my god, I love that one. Because the thing, too, is, like, again, like, politics drunk. <laughs> politics drunk, world. we're back here. Here's here thing, we are. I went on a I went on a Tinder date once mm-hmm. with this dude who, like, refused to vote in the last election. And I literally, we were at Porto's mm-hmm. in Burbank. And I stood up and I was like, it's really nice to meet you. But if you felt like you could withhold your vote as a cishet white man, we're not going to work out. So, oh like, God. I left and I left. And I was like, if you don't care about brown people enough to, like, not vote for the person who's going to protect mm-hmm. their rights, I'm out. So, like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, fuck you by Lily Allen great song mm-hmm. breakup songs like also like every i've been listening to this like spotify playlist that's okay. like 2000s like rock hits oh, so it's like all this best. like some 41 good charlotte oh like all this shit i love so that. like all that like the anthem by good charlotte this is the anthem throw, throw all your hands up, up yeah don't want to be just like, like you. you yeah okay yeah exactly oh God, so like some 41 like in too deep like all that shit you know uh-huh. So like, oh, Mr. Brightside is a great oh fucking break and shine. Yes, she hates me. Puddle of mud. That's the one. Oh she God. hates me. Trash. She fucking hates me. It's a great one. Yeah. Anyway, so lots of good songs. Mm-hmm. Music is beautiful and wonderful and helps you through whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. Even if you're happy. Music will get you through it. Like Truly. it's the best. Truly. So yeah. Anyway, we love it. We love it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've talked so much. And then we get a little more into all the code names. Well, I think that we've touched on like all the code names just a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, y'all. <laughs> y'all, Reagan is not texting me back. Fuck. No, I will say while Sarah was recording this, she was sexting a boy. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much, y'all. He's really the sex was good. <laughs> and the thing is though, is he's got one of those <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this. He's got one of those dicks that's like long but also like super thick, right? So like it was good, you guys. It was good. It was Wild. painful but like great at the same time. It hurt so good. I can't oh my, I can't believe my, it. It hurts so good. Sometimes love don't feel like it should. Don't make it. Oh, hurt so good. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. We're We're the same person. It's disgusting. I hate it. I hate it so much, but I do love it, actually. You're a liar. You don't hate it at all. Pretty much all I have to say is be true to you Mm -hmm. and love you. And if you love sex, great. And if you don't love sex, that's great, great too. Also great. Find someone you're compatible with. Right, and that's mm-hmm. the thing is, like, again, like, one of my best friends from Minnesota, who is mm-hmm. going to remain nameless, because I don't, I can't, I'm too drunk to think of, a, like, a, a Minnesota person is their code he name. He doesn't have a super high sex drive, and mm-hmm. he's a guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
that's his truth, you guys. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that he doesn't, he's not attracted to women. It doesn't mean any of that. Uh-huh. He doesn't have a super high sex drive. It's not Live something that drives truth. him in life. And he's found someone who, like, loves him for that and mm-hmm. is there for him for that. So, yeah. like, if you're a man and you don't have a super high sex drive, like, go find someone who doesn't mm-hmm. have a super high If you're a woman and you have a super high sex drive, don't ever let anyone tell me tell you. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Freudian slip. Uh-huh. Don't ever let anyone tell you that there's something wrong with you. Because there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And, like... If you're super kinky, mm -hmm. great. Don't ever watch Fifty Shades of Grey. We didn't get into it, but I will rant about it till I'm blue in the face. Uh Uh-huh. We'll just do a separate podcast about that. Rape is not kink. Uh Uh-huh. However, if you're really into that, if you want to hold someone down and make them come a lot, great. If you want to be held down and be made to come a lot, great. So, yes. yes, That's pretty much Mm -hmm. what I want to say. It's just, like, be yourself... And trust that there will be someone or multiple someones in mm-hmm. the world who see you and want you and love you for mm-hmm. who you are. And if you don't want to get married, great. If you want to get married, great. Like, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. And that's, I know I'm fucking drunk, but like, No, you're fine. She's love drunk. It's okay. And I'm, um, I am, um, that's the thing, y'all, <laughs> is like, alcohol is not my drug of choice. Sex mm-hmm. is my drug of choice. Ay- like men and that's the thing is it's like fuck who you want to fuck don't Uh fuck who you don't want to fuck and don't ever feel like you have to be someone that you're not exactly and that's it so sarah i have one last question for you (gasps) we've reached the end oh my god i have one last question sarah Furness. yes what does love feel like (gasps) oh shit a crazy question i didn't let you prepare i just kept that one to myself i'm really into it here's the thing y'all the thing you gotta understand about me and like we've talked about it right that i'm super sensitive and like this is the thing that makes me a great actor but not as great as a person okay is i feel things really 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 deeply Uh uh-huh love for me because I can only speak my own truth. And again, people are different. The mm-hmm. tattoo that I should have on my arm. <laughs> people are different. different. Love to me feels like sexual love, romantic love, right? Mm-hmm. It feels to me like being open and connected with a person in a way that you didn't know that you were able to be open and connected with. Mm-hmm. Finding out something about yourself because someone else gives that to you. That's love. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Connecting with someone on a level that, like, you didn't know that you can connect, you could connect on. Mm-hmm. That's love. And it's beautiful. Something that makes you feel... any Anyone or anything that makes you feel happier and more comfortable in your own skin. That's love. And whether or not that person is going to be a one-night thing or a one-month thing or a whole lifetime thing, mm-hmm. that's love. Whether or not you see them forever or for the rest of your life or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that person opened up a compartment of your heart that you didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful and that's love. And that's the thing is, it's like, love means to me so many things. My, yeah. I have five best friends. None of them live in L.A. Mm-hmm. They know me in ways that there are no men on this planet who know me that way. Yeah. But, like, they love me mm-hmm. for exactly who I am. Yeah. And I love them for exactly who they are. And they're there for me whenever I need them. Mm -hmm. And there have been men in my life 
who have made me see myself in a way that I was unable to see myself in the same way. As beautiful, as thin, as sexy, as delicious, as whatever that word is for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's love. That's a form of love in and of mm. itself. So, like, anyone who makes you feel more comfortable and happy in your own self, that's love. Mm. Whether or not they know it, whether or not they recognize it, whether or not you know it, or whatever... Be open to it. That's the thing is, it's like, my good friend Michael, whatever, we're past code names. We're past code names. We're too drunk He's, for code names. It's fine. So true. He lives in New York. He is married now, which is great. Mm-hmm. But he told me once, he was like, I wish for you. This is so beautiful, even in like a drunk way. Mm-hmm. He's like, I wish for you to fall in love ten times in the next year. Aww. But, he said, I want you to have a dragon around your heart. So that you don't give your heart to people who don't deserve it. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Is it's like, love people who deserve you. Mm -hmm. And when people give you the signs, y'all, that they don't deserve you. They don't eat women out. They don't do this. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. They don't want to talk to you. They don't text you back. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Be strong enough and, and strong enough and, like, self happy enough and have good enough boundaries to be like, I deserve better than that. And I'm beautiful, and I'm wonderful, and I'm smart, and all these things. And people who don't recognize that mm-hmm. are not worth your love. And that's what love is to me, is people who see you and want you for exactly who you are. Whether or not it's romantic or platonic or whatever. Mm. So, yeah. That's my drunken <laughs> truth, you guys. And that, that's, that's what so it is. That's so beautiful. That's I mean, so beautiful. Oh, my God. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, my God. I love this. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was such a fun time we had together. Good. I loved it. God, I hope I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> it's, no, you did not. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LoveDrunkPod. Follow me on Instagram at OCharlotteRose. Follow me on Twitter at OCharrose. Do you have social media you want to yes. follow? Yes. Follow me at FieryFurnace, F-I-E-R-Y-F-U-R-N-I-S-S. And that's Hello. Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you guys want, I am here for you and your She's questions. here. She's here. I'll tag. I'll tag her. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, yes. not concerns, hit me up. Get get out of here with your concerns. <laughs> um, if you're not into like, going down on women and you think yourself a straight man, get the fuck out of here. Live your life, but it's not my life and it's not my truth. Um, <laughs> but I had such a great time with you. Same, I had so much fun. I'm literally sitting on Sarah's lap because my seat broke halfway through the. This podcast insane um, she's such a good lovely person so go follow her um you're in you're in a show right now i am yeah uh-huh. i'm in midsummer in sierra madre if mm-hmm. you feel like coming out feel go at it go at it do it's it it's fun yeah, it's fun and good fun. and it's shakespeare so honestly why wouldn't you um i'm gonna Correct. post this on wednesday so like people should still be able to come see oh, your shit, show dude yeah hell yeah <laughs> i'm gonna edit this and post it on wednesday because oh i'm a professional bitch Girl. anyway oh my god y'all you gotta know that like we've been sitting here talking for like an hour and 40 minutes and she's gonna have to fucking like edit this down to like a a digestible Mm -hmm. thing the worst the worst i ever had to do was two hours and 25 (gasps) minutes it was wild yeah it was amazing okay Um, oh so it's like real quick though yes before we end Uh uh-huh i just want to say that like especially like i don't mean to be like Exclusionary or whatever, uh-huh. but especially for women, uh-huh. you're a cis woman or a het woman or a trans woman or whatever. Like, please just love yourself. Please this world do. and the society so 
tells you not to love yourself. Uh-huh. And if you're not into sex, cool. And if you're into sex, cool. And, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is, be you and don't ever let anyone tell you that you should be different. Sincerely, it's so like for real. hard and bad for women. Yes. And it's even worse. Like, it's cis women, but also it's even worse for trans women. It's even, it's even worse, worse for, for trans women of color. color. Yes, it's, it's truly, like, yes. it's so bad. But, like, yes. please love yourself. Please Yes. Just like, oh my God, accept yourself for who you are. It's so hard. And if you ever need someone to tell you that you're wonderful and beautiful Uh and perfect, please hit me up. I'm happy to be here for you. Oh my God. We just listed her social media. Hit her up. Hit me up. And hit me up as well. Um, Yes. But Sarah, thank you so much for being on Love Yes, thank you for having me. Oh my God. It was amazing. You had fun. Okay, um, so first... I'm going to have to call Reagan, y'all, and see if he's still awake. See if he's still awake. Dick me good. Dick her down. Yeah, Um, that's the one. But for Sarah and Charlotte on Love Drunk, uh, all I have left to say is, be loved and stay drunk, my friends. Yeah. We love you. Good night. Good night, everybody.